All right. Uh, Soundcheck Pittsburgh. Soundcheck PGH. Coming to you for our 13th episode. If you've been here since the beginning, uh, thank you. Congratulations. And I uh, mean, uh, we've been here from the beginning, but we didn't want to. No, this is not something we like doing. We were, we were forced. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think if you've been here from the beginning, you, you should write us in and ask for a Medal of Honor, and we'll, we'll mail you one out in the it's mail. It's been a bumpy ride, but uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, this is something that myself, Pete. My and me, Jack. Uh, do every other week about uh, it's a Pittsburgh based music podcast where we bring you what we think is the best and the brightest in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, we trade off on which acts we profile. Yeah. We do deep research into the artist, uh, show you a couple different songs that they have. Yeah, play and, uh, some of the tracks, yep. uh, do a full profile. And we try to span all genres. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've done... Been um, bouncing around. Yeah, we've been bouncing around. Uh, a lot of that's because we don't share uh, the same musical tastes, no. I'll say. No, So sometimes it's a Pete pick, sometimes it's a Jack pick. You'll know when it's a Pete pick because he'll abuse his power in some way and either pick two people or he'll steal one of my picks and call it his own. He's, he's want to do that. Yeah. I, uh, you know, but anyway, rules are made to be broken. Yeah. And you know, it's funny you say that because we are 13 now. So if there's ever a time we're going to start acting out, it's right now. It's it's right now. We've turned, we're hitting our teenage years. Yeah. We're going to be a little angsty, probably, uh, discover some drugs, discover our bodies. Yeah. Screw you, mom. Yeah, screw you, mom. <laughs> do just, my podcast. Just let me do my podcast. <laughs> You're not my real dad, Pete. <laughs> I am your real dad. It's about time we had this talk. Are you really? Yeah, sit down. What is this, some sort oh, of Star wait, Wars situation? I am sitting down. I know that I appear to be roughly your age. <laughs> You're just extremely good looking for how old you actually are? Yeah, I age very well. I had a sense. Yeah. I, I knew there was some sort of bond between us. Yep. Um, anyway, you, you, very dad of you <laughs> to record this podcast on the first major snowstorm. Well, I should say major snow day yeah. of, uh, this winter, but no snow days here. No, I was, <laughs> I was, was trying to get out of it. I was sitting there. I was sitting on my hands and knees in front of the TV. I had KDK turned on. I was sitting by my phone. I was just waiting them for waiting to hear that we had a two hour delay, waiting nope. them to be like, and Soundtrack Pittsburgh is delayed two hours today. And I would be like, yes. Nope. The Port Authority buses are running. So are you, Jack. Yeah, I called you and you were like, you were like get here on time, Jack. <laughs> like, yeah, and then you showed up 40 minutes late. Because I had to walk three ex- miles yeah. in the snow. No, you had to drive. Uphill. Ten, ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't know that. And you had all day to get here. I did not. <laughs> yeah, you did. But anyway. Well, well, we should say people forget how to drive when it snows like this. Yeah. As soon as they see you a tunnel, they freak the fuck out well, and you would uh, think hit the brakes. And as soon as they see a snow flurry, they freak yeah. out and hit the brakes and everyone forgets how to drive. No, this is not a good city to be in when it's bad weather. You'd think they'd get the hang of it by now. Yeah, I guess not. You'd also think we'd get a little bit more lenient policy on two-hour delays, but, you know, can't have everything I'll see what we're working with next time. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, uh, well, this is a Jack pick this week, uh, and I will have him tell you. Who are we doing this week, Jack? Okay, hold on, Pete. This week we have Chu Jackson. Did Chew you Jackson? Did you get all that? Chew Jackson. I did. Yeah, your voice sounded a little different there. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was trying to be. I was uh, using my English parentheses U.S. and parentheses dash Sharon voice. <laughs> Sharon. <laughs> that's our third host. Yeah. Shout out to Sharon. What up, Sharon? How you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah. So Chew Jackson. Chew Jackson, born. born you you into this? Ramar Jackson. Ramar Jackson that's in right. Vero Beach, Florida. Which uh, is where's like, where's Vero Beach, Pete? 
if you're driving, it's about two hours and 30 minutes north of Miami. Or at oh, least wow. That's what the Google map said. Where's Miami in Florida? I don't even know. I didn't even look at a map. It's on the Atlantic coast towards the bottom. The south. Towards the bottom? Yeah. Okay. So this puts you up towards like the middle of Florida. Yeah. Vera Beach. Close to the middle. I think still in the south. It's okay. a long state. Yeah, it. it's really long. I've I was, never driven through all of it, but I've driven through enough to be like, this is pretty long. <laughs> uh, he ended up moving to Pennsylvania, but not to Pittsburgh. He moved to Chambersburg in about 10th grade. Now, where the heck is Chambersburg? Well, again, I went to Google Maps and I found that it was uh, about <laughs> halfway between Pittsburgh and Philly. Um, actually, I've been to Chambersburg. Have you really? Yeah, it's nice. You would. It's a nice little town. Um, it's kind of Is like, that near where we went camping? Uh, that was central Pennsylvania, but... Well, isn't this further central? S- no, it's further south. I think it's like... Um, you sure about that? South of Carlisle. It's it's actually okay. pretty nice. It's between... It's in a valley. It's between mountains. Pretty rural. Okay. Small town. Um, yeah, well, I'm pulling it up on Google Maps right now just to see what we got here. What do we got? Well, there's a Best Western. <laughs> I love... I bet, hey, best Westerns are nice. There's a Best Western. Oh, there's a... Uh, there's a Hampton Inn too, so they're they're, they're oh, popping. So you know it's good. They're popping over there. Yeah, with those Hampton Inns start going in. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So so yeah. So what was he? What, why was he in Chambersburg? What ha- what what happened then? Uh, when he was in Chambersburg, he started to get into rapping. He formed a group called Fresh Money, and uh, they were recording. Uh, I guess they recorded a song called uh, Regular Guy. Okay. Which they recorded at ID Labs here in Pittsburgh. ID Labs. Yep. That's pretty famous in this yeah, area. It's very famous. That is a uh, production and engineering team that uh, I think it is uh, Jeremy Kalusik and, er- and Eric Dan and Zachary Vaughn. Yeah. And uh, they've worked, they, they kind of made their name by working with uh, Mac Miller and Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. They, uh, they have a name outside of Pittsburgh. So, yeah, because and- of that. Uh, and I guess through that, I don't know if Mac, I don't know if he discovered through, well, I'm assuming through the mutual connection. Yeah. Or if he found online. Um, but anyway, Mac found some of their stuff and really liked it and wanted to do a verse on it. He found some of Chew's stuff, some of fresh money. Oh, oh, right. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, and then I think he, he ended up recording a verse on a re-recorded version of that regular guy song, I believe. And then, uh, they kind of had a little back and forth. I think the fresh money guys came out to Pittsburgh, um, Ended up recording a little bit more at uh, ID Labs, and uh, they went back, and I think Chu hit up the people from ID Labs to see if they could get Mac or on another song. Okay. And um, they're like, we really like you. Do you have any solo stuff? Oh, nice. uh, I think at that point, Chu had been recording some demos, which will later show up on beer-flavored pizza. His Uh, first mixtape. He did the production for all those demos, I guess, on his phone. Oh, Perfect. Yeah, he made all the beats on his phone. Nice. And uh, yeah, I guess the, and that, and that, the, uh, the rest is history. Yeah, that brought him to Pittsburgh. Yep. But that's not where he stays right now. Do you know where he stays now? Where? Uh, Chillenburg. <laughs> yeah, that's what his uh, profile in the says. In the SoundCloud. Yeah. Yep. Which I imagine is just Pittsburgh if you're chilling. Or Chambersburg. I don't know. Well... <laughs> It's wherever you're at. <laughs> yeah, Ch- that's Chillenburg, true. Chillenburg is a, is a state yeah, of mind. Yeah, you're not going to find it on the map, no. You're gonna, you, but you'll know when you're there. Yeah, Chillenburg <laughs> is, a, is a way of life. Uh, but <laughs> that's right. Chew's been a busy man uh, since yeah, uh, beer-flavored pizza. He's put out a lot of stuff. I mean, um, I'll say that he's one of the most prolific artists that we've covered, and we've covered some prolific artists. Yeah, he's making our job hard. <laughs> yeah, no. well, it's funny because... There's a lot of content, a lot of good content, Um I guess I'll just go through the major ones. Uh, 2015, he came uh, back with Broken Hearts Make Money. 
2016, he came out with anime. Uh, still in 2016, 2016 was a busy year. We get Chew, Where You Going? And then uh, this year, 2017, he just put out another project called Parade. Yeah. And he's got, you know, a bunch of up to like, what, 66, 67 SoundCloud tracks? Yeah. That most of them you don't find on any of these. They're just one-off, like yep. freestyles or one-off yeah. songs. Um, Never goes a couple of weeks without putting some Well, out. in fact, one just came out. An additional <laughs> one came out an hour ago, yeah. which we haven't even heard yet. So, yeah. So, yeah, we got to redo this podcast. Got to restart the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, I uh, with with that said, let's, well, let's yeah. start listening to the song. Uh, we're going to play Neighbors, which uh, was off of Parade. And the production for this one is uh, done by ID Labs. Perfect. Yeah. Chains on and shit. Hey, niggas getting body, can't even trust my neighbor. If you really riding, you know that I'm the savior. I can't even love you, bitch, you a fucking traitor. Misha gave me diamonds, I'm colder than Malaysia. All these fucking problems, nobody ain't gon' say none. If my niggas hungry, you know that they gon' taste some. Focus on ballin', I'm tryna hit the majors. I say we tryna hit the majors. Since I been grindin', they told me get my weight up. Now I'm on my high horse, I hear them yelling wait up. Me, I got my chains on, but you just took a pay cut. I ain't never had shit, so I ain't really say much. Now you see my mind shine bright like it's Vegas. Gotta Watch my life though, these haters they'll take it I'ma cop a house where the trees in the lake is And my new bitch legs open so vacant Cause I told my fam we be rich in a minute Yeah, go so hard, I'm the freshest in the city, yeah Remember young boy doing shows for a penny, yeah my pockets not indie, yeah, I can spend plenty, yeah But I'm the same young nigga from around the way I was laying on my back until I found a way Parked up, parked up like a tidal wave And I'ma fuck the game up all kind of ways Niggas getting body, can't even trust my neighbor If you really riding, you know that I'm the savior I can't even love you, bitch, you a fucking traitor Misha gave me diamonds, I'm colder than Malaysia All these fucking problems, nobody ain't gon' say none If my niggas hungry, you know that they gon' take some Focus on ballin', I'm tryna hit the majors I say we tryna hit the majors Let my zip code, I found a new home Ayy, pimp hoes, that ain't gon' get you dope Yeah, on the globe, travel these rocky roads Yeah, all I know, gotta stay true to my soul Can I tell a soul about it, cause they would've told Can I even trust these niggas, cause I know they fold I had to bring the bag in to take in my home And I ain't even bragging, this is fake for show When I'm stressed out, get a zip lock Oh, they good and they doubt the boy want me to fail, wish I would Nigga back then was an alien in my hood I was on my boy knowing that the shit would be all good Ay. Niggas getting body, can't even trust my neighbor If you really riding, you know that I'm the savior I can't even love you, bitch, you a fucking traitor Misha gave me diamonds, I'm colder than Malaysia All these fucking problems, nobody ain't gon' say none If my niggas hungry, you know that they gon' take some Focus on ballin', I'm tryna hit the majors I say we tryna hit the majors That was Neighbors off of uh, Chew Jackson's most recent project, Parade.
Now, if I understand this correctly, we're going to be going all the way back. We are. But and this we're going to our... do a progression. Yes. So this is it. where we're at now. Okay. This is the Chew cool. Jackson of today. Cool. Or earlier 2017. But Do you know um, why he's called Chew? I don't. It was a nickname from his grandma. Really? Yeah. And it started out as Chew Chew. Oh, uh, okay. I was going to say, was it like train? Like a train. Yeah. yeah. Okay, he just cool. dropped one of them because why do you need two of those? Yeah. Yeah. Did he say why? Because he, he liked trains? Uh, no, I didn't find that out. But, you know, I think we can connect the dots there and say we <laughs> prob- probably trains. did. Did you really? Yeah. yeah you, you, I could see that. You, you probably still do love trains. I do, actually. Yeah. See, I knew. It's my first favorite form of public transportation. <laughs> Take that, planes. <laughs> yeah. Suck it, buses. Yeah, screw you, buses. Cars. Cars are last by a mile. Yeah, cars suck. I hate them. We all know that. Bike's better. Walking's better. Uh, yeah, so this is, the, uh, <laughs> this is the last song on that project. Um, the beat is actually, though, the same. It's a faster version of the first song, Wake Me Up. If you listen to that. Oh, so is it ki- really? Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, the, it's like it never ends. Oh, cool. It's cyclical. I didn't even catch that. That's yeah. awesome though. I'll have to say, I know we, we don't want to get too into uh parade right now, but I, I love it. Yeah. I really like where I, I so I'm going to save all this for when we start going through the whole musical journey sure. here. But I mean, where he's at right now, it's a pretty special place. It it's is pretty awesome. I think, um, I will say this, this is the most, I feel like he sounds the most comfortable yeah. out of any of the projects. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, I don't know if he's like his his frame of mind right now. He just seems like confident. I feel I feel like he's confident in a lot of the projects, but in this one, it, he feel it feels like he he is right where he needs to be almost. Yeah, 100 percent Yeah, so I don't know. Um, do you want to talk any more about it? Or do you just want to kind of go through the journey of Chew to get where we're at right now? Um, I think we should go through the journey. And uh, I think at the end, let's uh, let's circle back to this uh, Neighbors Cut that we just listened to and give a little bit more uh, in-depth on that. All right, so uh, let's just start off with uh, the beer-flavored pizza era uh, Chew. The most prominent song in that one was uh, Old Pictures on the Wall featuring Mac Miller. Cool. I say, rest in peace to my old hoes. I can say what's up to my new ones, but I don't be chasing hoes, so that's why I don't choose them. I'd rather just go lose one before I say that I use them. Torn apart, broken heart, she blowing up, I defuse them. I don't worry about extra guys. We have sex for that exercise, and then she blow like pesticides. My whole flow is so mesmerized. She say we dying, say I'm lying. She say one thing and then she crying, but I can't do shit but keep on flying. Cause my dreams too big and it's all like giants. She know that I'm next to go. God damn, I hate X and O's. First she love you, then she hate you, make you shoot yourself like Mexico. But when she look, I swear she glow. It's like I'm watching my favorite show. I try to tell her in person, but it's the only way that I can let her know. Production on that one uh, was done by Brandon Deshaw. Deshay, sorry. Uh, yeah, and this is, uh, you see where Chu came from. Uh, this is, so this is from 2013. Right. And, uh, you know, young, full of energy. Mac Miller's uh, on this. Mac Miller's on this. He's featuring Mac Miller. Um, yeah, and he also seems like he's, throughout all of the Chu's projects, he's having a good time. Yeah. And you see oh, that yeah, on this yeah. project. Uh, 
beer flavored pizza. There's a lot of funny like skits and stuff on there. Yeah, it's actually pretty funny. I I like the skits. Uh, the the theme is that he's working at a pizza place, but he's trying to rap. Yeah, and it's his boss talking to him throughout. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, I got a lot of uh, TDE influence on uh, this track specifically, but but um, but a lot of both his early mixtapes, both beer flavored pizza and um. Broken Hearts Make Money, uh, TD meaning like uh, Top Dog Entertainment, Schoolboy mm. Q, Kendrick, early Kendrick I was going to say Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, like Section 80, even like uh, even like uh, Kendrick Lamar EP okay. kind of era Kendrick. I, I kind so of just like saw flow those influences. Or the yeah, just the structures. flow and the way that he, the, the delivery and the, um, yeah, the song stru- structure too, the way the hooks are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, what I really liked about Old Pictures on the Wall is that it samples uh, Purity Ring. Uh, really? The song Lofty Cries. Yeah. Those are really. Oh, yeah. I did not pick up on that. Yeah, no, it's that's a great sample. And you'll also pick up uh, what's the track? What's the track right before um, this song on Beer Flavored Money? I got beer Flavored Money. Or Beer Flavored <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> that should be the next one. <laughs> beer Flavored Money. Uh, uh, it is um, This World. Okay. Yeah, and this world at the end of it, he's just singing the sample of the purity ring. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like, he's like, just, just like vocally singing that, that leads into that leads into this song. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny the way that works. But uh, no, I love when um, I love when samples are done well, mm-hmm. and I love when samples uh, cross genre lines. Yeah, you know what I mean, like where they can sam- they can pick from something like purity ring. Right. Exactly. I mean, purity ring, obviously they have a lot of, um, rap background and mm-hmm. influence in the way that their beats are made up and they've they get sampled a fair amount, right? They do. Yeah. yeah. And they've kind of moved away from that a little bit, but this is from their first album, their 2012, uh, album. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're a great electro pop band. It's awesome when you could tell that someone has a wide musical, uh, you know, knowledge yeah. when they're picking these kind of samples. Yeah, and before sure. we move on, I should say that that's a good segue into the fact that uh, Chu has, on multiple occasions, uh, exhibited a wide musical knowledge. Yeah. Because do you know he describes his music as '90s alt rock star meshing with hip hop lifestyle? I did not know that. Isn't that pretty cool though? I could kind of nineties alternative, yeah. yeah. And on his Twitter, he's wearing like Pearl Jam T shirts yeah. and stuff. Yeah, no, it's I cool. I saw some uh, Black Sabbath stuff. Yeah, I, know I told you, like, alternative. Yeah, but but still, I mean, yeah. it's close enough. The rock star and mentality, rock star mentality over, yeah. with the hip hop lifestyle is pretty. It's it's a good mesh. Um, but yeah, so so what do we? Wh- All right, so what, next one, what comes um, next? going into the next project, uh, I think this one beer flavored pizza was a lot of fun. We got to see you know uh, Chew as a person. Uh, he gets a little bit deeper on his next project. Uh, broken hearts make money choose pulling from his experience growing up. Um, yeah, I guess a little bit of homelessness. Uh, one thing he brought up in an interview I saw was, uh, when he moved to Chambersburg, I guess, since he was from Florida, yeah. you know, you only need, sh- uh, shorts. Yeah. Uh, he didn't he, have proper attire Yeah, for the winter in PA. But in typical chew fashion, he said he was still able to bag some girls with just shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, I, I think that's, uh, that's kind of a theme that you get throughout uh, Chu's catalog yeah. is that um, he never let anything slow him down. Yeah. He, he, despite the, ad- any adversities, he keeps his appreciation of where he is, who he is, what he can do. Yeah. Um, and he's gone through some shit and yeah. he, it, he, it makes him more appreciative of where he is now. And I think you see a lot of that on uh, broken hearts make money. It's yes. the, 
it's the tape where he starts to really kind of unpack some of those uh, personal stories, some mm-hmm. of those personal anxieties and and personal um, experiences. Yeah, we get to see what's going on beneath the surface. Right, exactly. Yeah. Still very much kind of like still honing his his flow, still honing his songwriting, but definitely starting to really kind of branch out and take some experimentation and take some risks with uh, opening up a little bit. Yeah, um, actually, I th- I saw one place that I think it was originally titled Slightly Darker. Interesting. Which kind of comes across. Yeah. You know, it's a little definitely. bit darker. Um, um, the well, standout they, track for me was definitely Eyes Closed. All right. All the time, what's in my mind? I think how I'm gonna live and strive. Was living hard, now I'm living fast. Now I'm thinking shit, a nigga gotta survive. It's the car park, cause I'm down to ride. To my dreams, they got maximized. Rick Ross, cause I'm a mastermind. Drinking on 40s just to pass the time, and we living, living, smoking, plotting by millions, millions. Trying to help out these children, children. Trying to build all these buildings, buildings. Feeling like a new pilgrim, pilgrim. Competition, we kill them, kill them. Cause nigga, we don't never really feel them. Don't you ever question my the production on that one was by he's pittsburgh based uh bradley adam that beat is awesome that is an awesome beat that beat is so great yeah it, <laughs> it's just bubbly the way it, it kind of yeah. bounces along oh man i love and it and i think why i wanted to point out this one is uh you can kind of see chu flexing his uh flow I think it really comes yes. across here that, yeah. you know, I, I know for a lot of things, he doesn't even write down sometimes when he goes into yeah, like, he recording. Said, he said he's never written a song. Yeah. so As he, in wrote it down. Exactly. Which um, is cool. And that kind of comes across here. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, just top of his head, but... I mean, everyone, everyone does it differently. Sure. Everyone has a different process, but I have a special appreciation for people like that pretty much because I'm the complete opposite. I need to like, <laughs> even to remember what to do week to week, day to day, I need to write everything down. Yeah. But so for people who can just go in there, just work off what they, what they remember and what they know and what they've thought of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I definitely have a pretty big appreciation for that. And we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but it's like beats like that, that give just yeah. the just the backdrop for the artist, canvas. the canvas. Yep. But it's not a blank. It's canvas. not blank. But it's, it's it's just the proper background and the proper sure. canvas for the artist to just take it and run with it. And I think that's what what you what you witness here. Yeah. Um. I guess do you want to go forward to anime era, Chu? Yeah. Is there anything else you want to point out on Broken Hearts? No, no, no. Let's go ahead. Uh, what what caught your ear on anime? So if. Broken Hearts was kind of Chu looking a little deeper. I think anime comes along, and that's kind of Chu throwing up the middle finger. <laughs> yeah, that's him uh, living life, man. That's him having fun. Yeah, um, he gave an interview for uh, Good Music All Day, and he was kind of talking about, this was like right before it came out, and uh, he said, uh, this is a quote from that, he said, I just want to make some young ing- and ignorant shit. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though because we've also read that uh, you know he used to be into skateboarding. He's yeah. considered himself always a weird guy, which I think some of the best some of the best musicians, some of the best artists, you have to have a weird streak in you. you yeah, we're both see, weirdos, so we you have to see things a little bit differently than than the mainstream in order for it to really sure. be uh, something that's worthwhile. But uh, but anime, I mean, I have a pretty pretty my take on this is that this is the start of a transition for him. Okay. Um, well, let's let's sample. This is a go home off anime. Okay. I draw the for show. Get cash. That's all we know. Work hard. We need a dough. Go hard, boy. Go home. 
and uh yeah i i, I kind of see that too um so we got the earlier stuff and we just we heard neighbors earlier and mm-hmm. this exists somewhere in between those and it kind of seems like he's trying to find his footing right and he's and he's still on this was still in association with max uh label remember records okay. at this point yeah um but I think it's clear that this is this is the start of a transition, at least from what I can tell, in terms of what comes afterward. Um, I think it, to me, it almost get I almost get some Young Thug uh, influence on this. In the interview, he he pointed out Young Thug. Oh, did he? Yeah, he brought up Young. Thug. Oh, okay, interesting. interesting. I don't know if if he said it was an inspiration, but um, well, he, no, I definitely you could definitely hear that. That's like it's a sound that uh, he you know he's not biting it, but it's something that's creeping in. He's you he's pulling from it, using it as an influence. And what, like what exactly on like Young Thug? Like, I don't know. Just the uh, just the delivery, the way the songs are structured, the use of the hype man vocals in the background, the little okay. like the little snippets that yeah, are thrown yeah. in there, um, and just kind of the overall feel of it. I mean, before in uh on broken hearts make money and um beer flavored pizza it's a lot more it's a lot more by the book this gets okay. weird i think do, a, when you say by the book do you think uh do you mean like kind of in that pittsburgh you know in no okay just no i mean just overall in 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 rap okay in just the in way, what in, rap was at that time yes but also like he's you know he's he's doing interesting beats and he's doing, uh, and he's, and he's putting out good lyrics and stuff, but it's not his delivery. Like his cadence. No, it's kind of just the songs. They're kind of just by the book. They're kind of like, you know, he's got the, he's got the beats and he's got the, he's got the bars and he's got the hook. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's nothing that it's nothing that really strikes you as like, Oh, this is something different. Okay. You hear it and you're like, this is good, Yeah. but it's not something that is unique enough yet. Okay. At least what I'm thinking. And, the way what I come away with is that anime is where he starts to pivot towards something that towards a sound that makes him stand out among a lot of the peers. Okay. Um, and I think anime, it's not fleshed out yet. I think that's one of his rougher things that he's put out. Yeah. I think it's not a, a well-defined sound. It's well, do you something think maybe, maybe he didn't get everything he wanted across. Cause he actually just released anime 1.5. Which oh was yeah. Three, I saw that. three tracks, which I don't know if they were, things that he was recording around when he or was stuff he's, anime. stuff he's read you know yeah the sound he wanted to go back to and try to refine but but yeah so i think the sound that starts on anime i think you hear it much more in the next one to where you going yeah um i guess before we go to that too when you say he was an outsider the reason in that interview he pointed out he chose anime as a subject was because he likes anime he liked you Boon- ever watch boondocks yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. said he like he wanted the musical version of Boondocks. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, that's cool. Yeah, so, but yeah, let's get into the 2016. Are you are you an anime guy? Uh, I'm on the outside. Like I I watched Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon because okay. I grew up when I grew up. Um, but I haven't since really got into it. Uh, Boosie's been trying to get me into that Titan. Yes, yes, yes. My girlfriend uh, is real into that. Attack on Titan, I believe is yeah, what it is. Yeah, which I watched a couple of them and they are brutal. Wow, that is crazy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty insane. I watched the first two episodes and I was blown away because up until that point, the only anime I really had come across was kind of like, you know, like Pokemon type, yeah. really like pop stuff that, sure. mainstream stuff that I didn't really uh, this one has into. some blood in it, but this I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> this is pretty crazy." But yeah, so it, it's a it's an art form that I have yet to really dive deep into. But I'll uh, say that, but too, I can yeah. see the appreciate. I could see that if I do, I could see where I might appreciate this. Yeah, I could see why people do. Um, I guess going back 
2016, uh, he released his next project, which is Chew Where You Going. And uh, yeah, I think uh, this is Chew. Like you said, it felt like anime was kind of, um, you know, a transition. It was like kind of like a marker. Yes. And then I think by the time we get to Chew Where You Going, it seems like he's he's starting to get it. Like it yeah. seems like he's starting yeah. to figure things out. And yeah. um, I guess let's do the first song, uh, Feel This Way. Tell your friends that you need me, that's what's up It was times you didn't believe me, that's what's up Probably worried about your old dude, that's what's up But you know that he is not me, and that's what's up And I don't wanna feel this way, but I do Which this one, I think it's not a, a mistake where it's it's called Chew Where You Going. It's really him reflecting, like he's growing. Like yeah. you can feel it. He's yeah. looking inside. No, that's what I was talking about. I was talking about how I think, like you know, I think the first couple, he's really honing his skills. Anime, he's starting to look at like what, who am I going to be? Yeah. Like, how am I going to make myself stand out? Where am I going? Where am I going? Exactly. And uh, and I think, yeah, I think you're right. Asking that question, it's not entirely rhetorical. And he starts singing on this. He's it's it's a lot more melodic. It's the melody and is he can sing and he can sing. Yeah, and it's it's almost like now he start you start to hear the Drake influence. Yes, you know what I mean. Like I, I did pick up on that a little. Yeah. Bit. And, and that is a stark change from the, from the early stuff. Yeah. When you, so going from the beginning, I guess beer flavored pizza here, we go a long way. We it do. wasn't like it was like he skipped around. I guess. No, no, no. It's a, progression a little bit. Yeah. It's a pretty, we're trying to show the progression here and it's a progression in what? Uh, three, four years. Yeah. It's not that long. No. You know, it's a, it's not a long time to get, he's really, you could tell he's really putting in the hours yeah. because two of these came out in 2016. You know what I mean? Like he is, he is working on this yeah. and to get to this point, to have that sort of progression where you grow artistically by this length, you need to be putting in the hours. You yeah. can't do it if you're just sitting back and, and, you know, just waiting for things to happen. No, I think, uh, with Chu, when he came out, people were just like, Oh, this is Mac Miller's guy. Like he's going to be right. like Mac Miller. And right. I think Chu, I, I don't know if, He's kind of, I don't want to say distancing himself, but he's really going artistically in his own direction now. Right. And we should say that uh, they went their separate ways. I think there are, everything's still cool. I don't think there was any issue. Mm-hmm. They, um, but he put out uh, Chew Where You Going on his own label, Forever Cool Records. Yep. And that is also what the most recent uh, project, Parade, has been put out on yep. as well. Did all the production and through ID Lab, but he put it out on his own label. Can we go to Parade now? Can we yeah, say let's get to Parade. that I think Parade, first of all, if you look at some of his early stuff, I mean, they're not super long track lists, but there's a lot of tracks on there. Yeah. And then you look at Parade and there's what? Six songs. Six songs. Seven songs. Six or seven. Um, and I think there's eight songs, but one's like an interlude. So, yeah. so about like seven full tracks. Yeah. But that's a strength because mm-hmm. each one of these is like honed. And this is the full, to me, this is a full realization of where this progression has led to. Yeah. And also I think this is more of a complete body of work. Like I said that the first song and last song are the same beat, a little bit different. Um, but you can kind of see he's going for something on this and it's, it's all one thing. So, uh, I'll also say that obviously parade was the first thing I heard of his Mm -hmm. and I liked it. I really did. I thought it was good, 
But I will say that after going through and listening to his whole back catalog, yeah. by the time you get to Parade, you have a much deeper appreciation for it. You're yeah. like, wow, like this guy has really come to this point and he's putting out this quality stuff right now. And you're like, I can see, you can see the vision and you can see where it's come to. Um, and I guess, so those were all, he's, he considers these, uh, I guess, projects. He's still, what's coming up and I think it's going to hit next year is his first full a debut length. full length. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think we're, yeah, we're still on the watch for. Yeah. Um, but we should say that with uh parade, he goes back to work with ID labs again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's working with them and this, these songs, they're, they're almost beyond melodic. I mean, these no, are yeah. like, these melodies are so catchy. The singing, I mean, he can still rap and he still does throughout it, but the singing is what makes this so great. I mean, the sing he can sing he can and, sing. and these hooks are so catchy. Sometimes when like, it seems like when hip hop artists, uh, they'll, they almost some people it seemed like just started to sing because that was kind of what was in. Well, it's it is what's in. I mean, we can't deny that. It no, is but sometimes the they do it and they just can't sing. They can't do it. And yeah. you get you, and he actually can't sing. Well, he so can really do cool. it exactly. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, you know we were talking earlier about how driving in the snow time. I was listening to this as I was driving, and it's perfect for like this kind of music is just perfect for just cruising down the road with a snowy landscape. Like it's great. I mean, I think it's definitely, ha- it's bringing me up because this is a very depressing ass time of year. Right. And it's definitely you know keeping funny? me going. You can't, you can't just go to any like upbeat music. It, not all upbeat music will be able to bring you up in this time of year. No, I it listen to, to a lot. Be... I've been listening to a lot of metal. I've been listening to a lot of like, well, Pete, I'm not even going to go down that rabbit <laughs> hole. But what, I, what I'm trying to say here is that it's not like you can just throw on reggae in no. January and be like, Oh, now I feel great. You <laughs> yeah, need a true. specific kind of music that, it, that is going to bring you up sure. without making you feel like, well, I'm just cheating on summer by listening to this <laughs> in, in January here. Uh, yeah, I think parade for me, it is giving me a lot of hope for what's coming next. This next full length project that she's going to put out. I'm, I'm really, really excited for. Yeah. Um, I think that we're going to see a fully realized like Chu vision. Yeah. Like, this is going to be him doing what he wants to do. And, uh, you know, parade, um, he described it as meaning just his, uh, outlook on life. Mm-hmm. You just got to parade through life through the ups and downs. You just gotta, you just gotta be you and walk through it. Like Whatever big, it throws you, your like way. Like you got a marching band behind you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, um, that was really cool. Which I think is cool. And, I, and um, you know, we're, we're pretty much coming to the end of, of the profile here. But I will say that I think we should shout out that uh, it was his older brother that influenced him to really start exploring his musical and artistic talent. How'd that happen? Um, well, he gave a couple examples in uh, a few interviews that I read and listened to um, where he was saying that his brother would would uh, try to make him uh, pound out beats on like a door or something, like be like, play this song. And he would name a song and have him like, like make the beat with his hands. Well, like um, to get in, like he'd have to. Yeah. Yeah. He said uh. he would like lock the door, like, and not let him in until he's like, until he does something that sounds like the song he's requesting, which I thought was pretty awesome. But he said that like his brother was the one who he's like, he was doing that in part because he was the one who saw that he had some talent there yeah. and that, you know, I mean, that's what, that's what brothers should do. You should push, push where you see the talent. No, my brother never did that. <laughs> He's that's why that's why you're here with making a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the end of our artist profile. Um, unfortunately, this is the segment where Jack likes to go through people's social medias. I was just about to say, 
Pete, this is not the end of the profile. <laughs> this is part of the profile. So I will say that... Well, it's, it's the end of the music portion of the profile and the Pete. beginning of the useless portion of it. Oh, interesting. Because from all of our fan letters and <laughs> fan art that is sent in, people like the, lo- the useless version the best. <laughs> they say that. Jack goes through people's social media and finds little things he thinks are funny. So uh, Chew is on Twitter yep. and he has 13,500 tweets. What's his Twitter handle? Gap Tooth Chew. Okay, cool. That's it. Thanks. At Gap Tooth Chew. Um, so uh, I'm going to keep this short, Pete, because there's one that I really like, um, and I'm just going to give this to you because I think it was really funny. It was making me crack up. Uh, this is from uh, pretty recently, November 25th of this year. He goes, <laughs> Michelle Obama, blow a nose and shit. All right, now, girl, bet not turn down no woods either. What? <laughs> <laughs> But do you know what he's referring to? No. He's referring to the Malia Obama video that went viral of her blowing smoke rings. I did not see that. Oh, oh well, you should go see that because that's pretty okay. funny. But he called her Michelle Obama. Uh. <laughs> and then the next tweet goes, wait, is that not the daughter's name? <laughs> what is it? Can tell how much I don't give a fuck about politics. <laughs> I'm with you on that one, Chief. If Michelle Obama was blowing smoke rings... I, I that know, would I make my 2017. Yeah. Because it's not been a great year. So I would just, I would hang nope. my hat on that one. I'd be like, well, that's all I needed. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out it was a great year. <laughs> well, let's hope 2018 is better. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I just had to give you that because it was funny. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Uh, thank you to Chew for letting us profile you. We mentioned yeah. his Twitter handle. Big He's, thanks. Um, we had a lot of fun playing the tracks profiling. You can find him on Spotify, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, he's everywhere. You can't miss him. What I will say is Keep an eye out for his new full length, which I think is going to hit sometime in 2018. Yeah. You you rudely interrupted me. But what I was about (laughs) to say was uh, if you're going to check out all of his catalog, be sure to hit up both the Spotify and the SoundCloud. Yep. To get the whole thing. It's got up. It's all over the place. Anyway, if you haven't listened to us before, after the break, stick around because me and Pete... Go through our picks for our ongoing Spotify playlist, the S list. And we're back. <laughs> we really got that. Shit. Jeff, so I'll just, since we are recording, uh, every single time we start recording, I say that. And Jack's like, stop saying that. So that I have to like cut it off. When you listen to the podcast, it doesn't sound like we went anywhere. <laughs> it's for me. I went somewhere. And but, uh, we're back. <laughs> so yeah, this is our uh, S-list segment. Uh, Jack, what does the S and S-list stand for? The spiffy list. I thought it was the shiner list. Oh, shiner. Yeah. Like your beer right there. Oh, interesting. I am drinking a Shiner. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know are. what you were talking about. You yeah. really threw me for a loop there. Yeah. I thought it was spiffy because, you know, we're trying to look nice. I'm drinking I hate the, that word. I have an irrational, like... Do hatred. you really? Yeah, I don't like it. I used it by accident. Like, well, I shouldn't say on accident, but I, I didn't purposefully mean... I didn't go into the conversation yeah. being like, I'm going to say spiffy, but I did. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I got a really weird reaction. So it's, a, it's a weird someone word. Was like, someone was like, spiffy? I haven't heard that word in a long time. And yeah, I was that's like... Something that like a I was weird, like, I'm sorry. I just threw it in there. That's a very wholesome, like, middle, middle America kind of like... 
I don't know. It just it just for, it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Well, I'm really sorry. We touched a nerve. Uh, we should say Soundcheck PGH brought to you by Shiner Holiday Cheer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that sponsorship, Shiner. Uh, yeah. And so, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all you guys out there. Yeah. Happy Black Metal Christmas, everyone. Pete's uh, got a tree in his house and it blocks his door. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. You're down to one door now because the tree's taken up the yeah, other. If there's one. a fire, our exits have been <laughs> halved by this giant ass tree that we're looking at. Is it a real tree? No, it's not real. Thank you. Oh, really? It yeah. looks it looks kind of real. Yeah, that's uh that's the idea. <laughs> they did a good job. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, this is our we have a playlist which we do on Spotify, and then uh we'll put on uh what we'll we'll have last week's on or last episode's one and then uh, we'll put on the ones for the following episode on on this episode so yeah so if you type in soundcheck pgh the s list into spotify you can follow this and you can listen to everything that we're going to talk about now as well as everything that we're going to talk about on the next episode sure so you should go and do that but uh what are we going to talk about now pete First song uh, one of my picks we're going to do crumbling castle by king gizzard and the lizard wizard And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, that was uh, King Gizzard and the Wizard <laughs> Wizard with uh, Crumbly Castle off of their newest Polygond Wanaland, which was their fourth album of 2017. What the fuck's everyone else doing? Wait, did they get the five in? No. Well, they've got like a couple days, a couple weeks. I think they dialed it back and they said King Gizzard, Lizard Wizard earlier in the year said they're going to put out five albums. But I guess they said between like four or five albums. Pete, they, this, this is, is their what, fourth. When we talked about this before, I said, why would you set the bar so high? If you would set <laughs> it at four, I would be duly impressed. They, but because you set it at five, you got five in my head and now you're dialing it back. It's December 12th, Jack. That's true. I shouldn't, write time. I shouldn't write them off yet. Anyway, what I'm going to say is that this song's too long. <laughs> this song was over 10 minutes. Yes. Yeah. I don't like any song over 10 minutes. No, There's only one song I like over 10 minutes. What's that? Achilles Last Stand by Led Zeppelin. That's a weird one. It's it's one of the best Zeppelin I songs. I think one of the songs you picked this week was a little long. Not nearly as long as this, Pete. Well, no, and not so, nearly as long as another one we're going to get to. So I guess because of the length, you didn't like this? You're not well, a big okay. fan of like that. I'm not really either like the kind of jam um, So I will say that it was good. It, it kept my attention. It wasn't boring. Um, but it definitely overstayed its welcome. It was way too long. <laughs> and it was also getting a little too close to fantasy rock. A little too felt castle. You literally just and... said you like Achilles Last Stand. Yeah, but like that's <laughs> classic. <laughs> You're all right, over the place fair, on this one. Fair enough. Fair enough. You ca- I walked into that Point one. counterpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Pete. You caught me on that one. But you know what I mean? Like in my mind, Led Zeppelin gets a pass because I just like that they're they're classic forebearers of because you listen to them when you were 12 years old well that too but also <laughs> because they're recognized as one of the best rock bands of all time whereas i don't think anyone's putting king gizzard and the lizard wizard on that list i might i don't know <laughs> i've liked all four of these albums 
I think they're great. How many of their songs are over 10 minutes? <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. See, I can't do that. You they, know how much long, long... It's, lo- it's a lo- long form artistic uh, Things expression. that are too long annoy me. I'm oh. a product of my generation. I need to have a short attention span. That was a very good... I, I could have made a very inappropriate and easy joke there, but I'm a better man. So I didn't think you would like this, but I just kind of want to talk about how they got four <laughs> albums in, in a year. Um so yeah, we're going to go to the next song, which is A White Noise by Disclosure featuring Aluna George. Yeah, that was uh, White Noise uh, by Disclosure. And you know what? Did you like it? I did. I thought you would. Have you heard it before? I did, but I will say a caveat that it just doesn't feel right listening to that not in a club. It's weird, like, listening to that kind of music. It just doesn't feel right. Like, I like the song. I like the beat, but... I can see. I can see. These are valid valid points. These are valid arguments. It's snowing outside, and I'm listening to, like... Club music, it just yeah, but that's fit. what that I like. That I don't. I like walking around listening just, to it on headphones it, or in the car. It was I like a shiny like, object. It was jangling in front of me. It I was feels like, like I'm I'd, parading through life. I, yeah, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Um, I admittedly, this isn't my favorite kind of music. It kind of reminds say, me like the '90s, like Vogue kind of pop, which I never liked. But it was good. I liked her voice. That's what that's what got it. Yeah. So I was going to say that this is. This is the most EDM I've put. This is the most like in that genre that I've put on the S list thus in far. In a while. No, thus far. You started pretty EDM heavy. Uh, no, it was more electro pop. This is more like, the, and this is even the pop version of EDM. But okay. All right. yeah. And uh, Aluna George is great. They are more electro they? pop themselves. Yeah. It's, it's not du- just one person. It's a duo. Aluna oh. and George. Oh. Aluna Francis and George. I forget his last name, but wow. yeah, it's two of them. They're uh, British. Disclosure is also British. Um, I mean, I just love the beat. I love the stop and start bass. And I will say the that... The bass was nice. I, I did like I that. got to see this song performed live twice at oh. Firefly in 2016. Why did they do it twice? Because Aluna George played there, but Disclosure also played. <laughs> and so on both sets, they each did this song, which yeah. was pretty amazing. It was pretty great. Yeah, this is an EDM weather. You shouldn't be listening yeah, to Yeah, no, it is, though. Yeah. Those tinny, the tinny synthetic drums... The synth steel drums, it mm. sounds very like like cold and hard to me. I don't think so. Well, you're just not listening, right? It, it reminds me of like, I don't know, like I'm in a club and it's the 90s. Yeah, but w- you can go to clubs in winter, Pete. I don't know what you... I never go to clubs. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you don't know that they're also open, open in the cold. I know they're there. I just choose to ignore them. Um, <laughs> yeah, so all right. What do we got next, Jack? We got Remurdered by Mugwai. Mogwai. Mogwai.
That was uh, re-murdered by Mogwai <laughs> from Brave Tapes. Mogwai. Mogwai. Do you know what that's from? No. Do you remember Gremlins? I never saw Gremlins, but I, I've heard of it. Did you have a childhood? Uh, movies are a blind spot for me. I guess in a, me lot, being of, your, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Me being your father. I, you I weren't there. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Gizmo. Do you remember Gizmo? The little cute little furry thing. He was, okay. a, he was a Mogwai. I thought he was a gremlin. Yeah. They actually said that they picked that name and they thought it was a dumb name, but they never got around to changing. <laughs> Wait a minute. A Mogwai is a gremlin. Yes. I think so. I don't know. They're called the, the animals called a Mogwai. They buy it in a Chinese, the, the, in the movie, so some would, guy, some guy goes into a Chinese shop and was like, Oh, what's this? And he like buys this creature. Okay. And I think gremlins is, I think an inflammatory term. I think it's a slur for, a I was going to say, why wouldn't they just call the movie Mogwise <laughs> or the band call the band or call the band gremlins? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway. What did um, you think of the song? Uh, it was a little too long because <sighs> it was over six minutes. Well, it's a post-rock song, Jack. Pete, I have. I don't think any song should be over six minutes. I know you said that. I think how six is like the absolute max for me. Post-rock. So I do like post-rock, and I did like this song. Um, because uh, And I've heard of Mogwai uh, because I know that they are a pretty well-respected post-rock band. Everyone gets into post-rock with explosions in the sky. Yeah, that's then you the kinda, gateway. That's the gateway drug in terms <laughs> of the post-rock world. Then you move past that to something a little bit more interesting. Mogwai, Mogwai is probably like the mushrooms or, you know, yeah, it's like you, the next step. You know? Do Make Say Think is in there. Oh, yeah. They're like in that. there. They're yeah. they're really good. Yeah. Um, I never really got into Mogwai. I, uh, I haven't been keeping up with post-rock. I kind of... I kind of stopped listening, um, but yeah. I, but I, but this song reminded me that I do really like it. It's, I, it's, I used to listen to it all the time when I was in studying, like because yeah. it's such good like yeah. background music. I remember I gave you the Do Make Say Think album, and yeah. you loved it. I you did. were putting it on at parties, and it was borderline inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, listen to this. That's <laughs> kind of what was happening. People were just like, "What is I this was shit?" Like, and I was like, "Pete, this is great." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, this one. Um, so if you haven't listened to Mogwai before, I think this is a little more electronic-y. I think that's what they were going for on Rave Tapes, which was released in 2014. Um, the guitar work is great. Yeah. The buildup is th- awesome. That's more Mogwai-ish, but I don't think Rave, Rave Tapes wasn't as widely loved. Okay. But this song, actually, I saw it first on 2014. They put out an anthology. Like It's like Mogwai over the last 20 years, and it was called... Uh, uh, Central Belters, I think. Um, and yeah, I really like the song and I thought cool. you would like it. And I, guess I did. Not. Uh, too no, long. I did, but it was still a bit too long for my taste. Well, anyway, up next we have easy parentheses switch screens by Sunlocks featuring Lord. <laughs> Easy switch screens parentheses featuring Lord from what's the band's name? Sunlocks. Sunlocks. Did you like this one? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I didn't really like it at first, but it kind of grew on me. It's a really weird song. It is a really weird song, which I first appreciate. Of all, I appreciate. 
First of all, it's weird that Lord is on this song. It is, yeah. Like, this is one of the strangest songs I've heard a pop singer featured on in a long time. And I heard, I went back and this was on Alternate Worlds, which I guess they took songs from another one of their albums and kind of like reimagined them a little bit. Yes, yes. It's a little darker. Yeah. So I will say that I love this song. It's only grown on me. Um, uh, I, yeah, I'll say that too. I discovered it uh, when it came out in 2014 and I kind of uh, forgot about it for a while recently rediscovered it and I just realized how much I love this track um, Lord makes you're a Lordaholic I am but Lord makes the track and this is one of the reasons why I love her so much she'll do weird stuff like this like this is one of the weirdest most sinister lyrics I mean she's barely she's barely enunciating the vocals she's barely enunciating the words yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so... Amazing. It's basically like, her voice is like just dripping sinisterly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, just... It is, it, and it makes the song so good. Also, the beat is just always in my head. That yeah. beat is just so... It's, it's so uh, hard to get out of your head. And Which, it's slower than the other version. Yes. The other version is a little speed up. And right. it's also a little more pronounced. I right. feel like there's more like reverb and stuff going on in the original yeah. version. Yeah, they stripped this one down for sure. Also, this is just a weird song. There's a jazz bass interlude that yeah. just everything cuts out and a jazz bass solo comes on. Hey. And it's just like, and then that devolves into this like wall of sound for a little bit and you can't tell what's going on. Like, it's a strange song. But no, I it's like this one, better than the other song you had. But it's one that I just can't, I just can't uh, get out of my head. And I had to throw it on here because I was like, this is, this is great. Also, um... Also, I love the lyric that Lord keeps singing, which is pull out your heart to make the being alone easy, <laughs> which is Jesus really, Christ. really dark. <laughs> like, yeah. That is but dark. man, like it's, I don't know. It's, it's poetic in a sense, but like, yeah, that's what I, like, think about that. Next time you listen to it, remember that that's what she's singing. And you're like this, it's just, I don't know. It's something you don't see pop stars doing songs that are this dark. Hey, Lord's not a regular pop star. Yeah, and that's why she's Randy Marsh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we we went pretty long this time without doing that. I know. I was almost going to skip it, but I was like, you, you nah, just can't. You, you just can't. can't. All right. I'm um, Lord. Lord, next, Lord, Lord. <laughs> next up, we have blue jeans and white t-shirts by the Gaslight Anthem. Drink from the fountains of the fires. Sweat and bone for a better life. Like a chorus is sung together Like our arms and our brother's arms Call every girl we ever met Maria But I only love Virginia's heart And that was a blue jeans and white t-shirt from And we're back (laughs) And we're back Blue jeans and white t-shirts from Gaslight Anthem off of Senor and the Queen, which was a 2008 EP, which came out in between their first and second albums. Okay. I am not familiar with the Gaslight Anthem. Really? Well, I know that you like them. I, I know my sister likes them a lot. I have never really given them a fair listen. Okay. So what did you, initial impressions, what were influences that you picked up on? Like, what does this sound like to you? Uh... There's one that gets thrown out a lot. Tom Petty. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> a little I, that's Tom a... Petty. Uh, Pearl Jam-ish a little bit. Um, 
I don't know. What, what's the one that gets thrown out a lot? Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Sorry, yeah. that's it. No. Yeah. yeah, now that I hear that, you're 100% right. Yeah, they, that was more than the two I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Tom Petty, I think's fair. Yeah, Tom um, Petty's fair. Uh, yeah, so... T- I don't know. Gaslight Anthem for me is one of those bands that they came along and they didn't do anything new. They just did it right. Well, that's what I was going to say. I, this was my question after listening to this was, do you like this because it's recreating an old school sound or do you like it because it's, it, it, it like it encaptures like a longing for that old school so do you, sound? Like, do you know the differentiation yeah, I do. I'm trying to make? Yes, I do. So they lean into it. Okay. Some bands will be influenced by stuff like that, but right. they went full, like, it's kind of like Lana Del Rey. Like, you know how, like, Lana Del Rey, like, builds this ethos? We should say that this is a breakthrough because this is the <laughs> first time Pete has willingly brought Lana Del Rey up into the podcast. Well, I got to speak to you in your language. Thir- 13 <laughs> episodes of therapy. We finally, uh, I'm, I'm writing breakthrough in my notepad. Jack, uh, I'm trying to talk to you in your language. So Lana Del Rey, she, she creates this like ethos, right? This yeah. like, this mythical almost I like, explained, place. this is why I don't want to meet Lana Del Rey because it would ruin the ethos. I only like the ethos. So Gaslight Anthem is doing that with classic cars, tattoos, like this kind of like white pu- like t-shirts, white t-shirts, blue, yeah, jeans. blue jeans. Yeah, exactly. Like that, like yes. kind of like punk, 1950s, punk, yes, punk 1950s, influence. like wholesome Americana. Exactly. Yeah. It's Bruce Springsteen meets uh, Ramones. It's, it's, they really leaned into it. And I right. think that for well, like, I guess it doesn't have to be 1950s. I guess it could be more recent. That would but yeah, 50s yeah. to 70s. Heartland, you know, yeah. Bruce Springsteen was. Heartland golden days. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's growing up in a small town and I don't know. For me, it's just, this feels very accessible. And for, I think like three or four albums, they were great. And then they just fell off the cliff. Did they really? Yeah. I didn't. Okay. Well, and I've seen, I've seen him a couple of times, uh, do hold up live. And then I saw his solo project, uh, once or twice. And that was nice too. But I think it's just kind of like reliving what it was. It's not the same. Funny because that's kind of what they're trying to do overall. Yeah. And you know what? I think I know why. He went full Christian. Did he really? Christianity has ruined so much good music. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm sorry. You can't go full Christian. You can't do it. Yeah. Never works out. Well, what I wrote in my notebook was uh, comfortable, if not a little (laughs) cliche. Yeah, it is cliche, but it's uh, kind of like tongue in cheek. Like we know what's going on. See, that's what I wanted to find out. I was like, I because not knowing the band, I wasn't sure whether to take this with a dose of irony or not. Fifty Nine Sound. Listen to Fifty Nine Sound. That is an awesome album. Okay, you would like it. Sweet. That comes out. This is in between that and their first album. So okay. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna wrap it up with uh, trying your luck from The Strokes. Trying Your Luck by The Strokes off of Is This It? Their 2001 debut album. Yep. Uh, Are you a Strokes guy? So similarly to your last pick or one of the picks in your last, um, I think that this was one of the bands. uh, Oh, Interpol? Yeah, Interpol. Yeah. Uh, I was on the tip of the tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both New York City bands. They're yeah. both from the early aughts. They both 2001 was when that album Sure, came yeah. Actually, 2001 was a, for New York at least, <laughs> was an amazing year for music because you uh, had... <laughs> you're not going to make a 9-11 comparison. 2001 was great for New York. 
No, I really wasn't. And I really walked into that one, <laughs> yeah, didn't I? Did. Wow. 2001 was the best year ever for New York. <laughs> Nothing bad at all. Wow. <laughs> okay. I meant musically. Yeah, I know. Is This meant. It and Turn On The Bright Lights are two of the uh, best indie rock albums to come out. You know, they kind of yeah. set the bar for the uh, for future decades of indie rock, really. They're influential. Uh, and I think the Strokes, when they came out, this there's a lot of hype around them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of hype around Interpol, too, but there the was. Strokes, were the they were the torchbearer. Yeah, they were the reinventing rock and roll. Yep. Like, this is going to change yep. everything. Uh, so and that album is great. I love that album. I, I have listened to it, and I think I listened to it too early. I, don't, I think that I would appreciate it a lot more now. So it's funny. I didn't really get into both Interpol or um, the Strokes until after I graduated college, way after it actually happened. Yeah, yeah. Because it was when I was in. I was eleven when this came out. Uh, yeah, and w- <laughs> we all heard the we all heard the hits that were sure. being played on alternative radio yeah. at the time, and and similar to you, I wasn't that into them. No, but I will say that once once I listened to the albums in a mid twenties mindset, and you had I was kind like, of a background of where, they and were I had a background from. of music and more of the history, and like I was like, this is I can totally see why this is so cool. Yeah, and them and Interpol were that kind of they're that um, was it second wave revival? Yeah, like post punk revival. Right, exactly. They're and also cool. both those albums are amazing to listen to if you're going through a breakup. <laughs> Just perfect because they're like. They're they're really kind of depressing albums, but they're like, but the music itself is pretty like encouraging. Yeah. I don't know. They they walk the line between like being melancholy, really, being really depressing. melancholy. No, but also being hopeful, which is what you want when you're going through a breakup. You yeah. want like someone to understand, but also to make you feel a little bit more hopeful. Let me feel a little sad. Yeah, give me the sad, <laughs> but also with a dash of hope at the end would be great. Yeah, this isn't uh, bright eyes. <laughs> it's not that level of sad. Right, right. No, but I I mean I love this track, Julian Casablancas. Uh, his vocals are just these like urgent frenzied, like yeah. it just, he just uh, conveys that sense of urgency so vibrantly. It's, it's, it's cool. And it's just a simple, they're not doing any, they're not tricking anybody. They said they wanted to go into this album recording it with no like gimmicks, no studio production, fancy like tricks. They said they didn't want to trick anybody. They just wanted to be a simple rock sound, which most of this album was produced with live takes. All of them playing together. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. So do you like it? I do. I did. And I think um, I think this is one that I have to go back through and listen to the whole Is This It to really appreciate it. I didn't really have a lot of time this week. Um, so I'm going to go. Year. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. A lot going, going on. on. A lot going on. But all right. Yeah, uh, go back. Go back and check it out. Cool. So that wraps us up. Yeah, this is it. Uh, <laughs> is this it? <laughs> <laughs> did you plan on that one being last? So no, no, I didn't. Man, I'm killing Similar it. to how I didn't see the 9-11 joke. <laughs> yeah. I should have let you like fester I, in it for a I little bit. I apologize to everyone in New York. You don't have to apologize for 9-11. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm not Jack. apologizing for 9-11. I I'm think apologizing you tried for, to. for trying to say that 2001 in New York was the best time ever. <laughs> <laughs> I should have let you sit in that for a second. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in this week. If you're still here, um, we'll be back to you in two weeks. We got something special plan for you i think yeah i think we're we're uh do you want to get into it or do you want to just leave them leave them hanging all right cool well they'll have to tune in for it then nice end of the year treat yep um okay cool well you can find us on uh facebook or twitter our website is soundcheckpgh.podbean.com 
You can subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Follow The S List at SoundcheckPGH, The S List on Spotify. And thank you to Chu Jackson for letting us profile again. Uh, our intro music is Swamp Walk Bling by Swamp Walk. And our outro is Oh So Good by Hobbs Duende. Thanks, guys. So good.